Peter Mensah carries a burden to stir up and mobilise the body of Christ, having been in ministry for 23 years. Good morning, good morning everyone. Welcome to Revelation Hour, welcome to New Show. That's Paul the Bean this morning, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Oh, <laughs> my word, my word, you my word. You spilt the beans, I you spilt the beans. Oh, my goodness, my goodness. Mm. That is a shame. I was really hoping that we could actually, you know, have this kind of grandiose yeah. entrance. Never mind. No, never, never mind, mind, never mind. Well, let's begin to pray. Let's invite the Lord. You know, you guys, we can't do this show unless the Lord is in with us. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you so much for today. We thank you for the things that you are going to reveal as we have conversations this morning. We just thank you for your presence. We thank you, Father, that you are just constantly with us and leading us and guiding us and loving us and revealing your plans and your purposes to us. Father, I just pray this morning as we spend time together, your word says where two or three are gathered in your name, you're in the midst of us. So we thank you for being here with us. And just pray that you will actually speak into the hearts of those who are listening and that you will reveal your plans and your purposes for them in terms of missions. Father, we thank you so much and we pray and commit this time into your hands and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Again, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Revelation Hour. Um, I hope that you're well. We finished last week our four series on Israel, um, the nation of Israel. So if you want to know more about Israel, the temple, uh, timings, events, prophetic events uh, in relation to the book of Daniel, we talk about the Gog, uh, the war of Gog and Magog as well, which is very, very interesting, mm, especially really in relation to current event. Please just go to our website, www.revelationhour.co.uk. You can access a lot of them. Why are you making this song? Why are you making this? Yeah, www. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let me rephrase again. And she's giving me the sign with the how I need to point www.revelationhour.co.uk. Yeah. You can access all our podcasts there, um, a lot of stuff, a lot of information. Um, as you know, guys, we have to go through the news always. Mm. I think it's very important for us to just very spend a time. But we don't want to spend too much time because I spilled the bean this morning. We got a guest speaker and uh, I'm going to mention in a minute. But let's look at the news first of all. So, sweetie, Donald Trump is always on the news, regardless, always on Christian news, all the time. And he says this, it's not even close. Donald Trump said Jesus is only one more famous than him. Mm. what's your take on it love oh, the thing is you know I was having a conversation with uh, our daughter our lovely daughter about Mr. Trump and um, about President Trump and the thing is you know sometimes what, you know how the media is they'll just take one snippet and then just make it you know and just like blow it out of all proportion so I just don't I don't know if I physically heard him saying it then you know but um, I, I don't I don't know. I I really don't. All I know is we need to pray for him, continue to pray for him. That's all I know. Um, because we are called to pray for our leaders and those in authority. So mm -hmm. everyone has their take on Mr. Trump, but we just need to continue to pray for him. Okay. That's very good. Um, the other thing that I just wanted to see, and, and I think this is quite interesting because I heard about this story 
um this week this car crash in south oxford um mm. family uh the ma- my mom died alongside uh, some of the children and the husband and the other daughter or the child were in the car as well um now we're just hearing that they we recover i didn't realize i just had a feeling they were there was something about them but mm. i didn't know what it was obviously they were christian um and uh yeah it's just happened this week um oh, wow. she hit uh she the truck and they died uh was it monday night i saw the news it was oh, on the no. on the news everywhere um so he survived and the daughter um yeah so just uh as people go continue to pray for mm. for the powerful family as well um you know this is a long so long so long journey now uh in terms of recovery um because he lost his wife he lost his children in the process wow. um so let's continue to pray mm. uh for for this family as well yeah um Most definitely. Uh, very very tragic tragedy that ha- that happened um mm. there the, the last thing i want to um look into very briefly because i think we got a guest here um is this one Health official concern as better leaders say masks are worthless amid COVID-19 outbreak at the church. And that's a better church. Is that the main Bethel church? Um, this uh, California health official has expressed concern about a video in which a better leader expressed a view that face masks are worthless in a light against COVID-19. Pastor Benny Johnson I thought it was Benny. comments come after a large outbreak of the virus was stressed in part back to the church school of ministry. Okay. Um, the thing is, she's very, um, she's, she's very much into health. So mm. she understands a lot about health. Um, so I can understand why she's, she's saying this. But the thing is, and it's something that we've said throughout all of this, but still in the midst of things, you know, um, the legislation is this these are the laws and we need to abide by them if we start breaking the laws as christians it's just it's not really a good testimony and, that, and it's thing. not it's not a good example so you know whatever laws have been set in whichever land they are we need to abide by them whether we agree with them or not i don't i don't really agree with the face mask there's so many much um conflicting and contradictory evidence in terms of face masks um and the thing is, at the end of the day, that is, you know, if, but I wouldn't turn around and go, I'm not wearing them, you know, because, you know, I'm going into places because at the end of the day, I have to consider other people. But most importantly, I have to consider that those laws have been put in place by particular people and I have to abide by them. Th- that's it. It's as simple as that. Um, yeah, it's uh, I can I can see where she's coming from, but also, you know, in terms of of. Um, being under authority i think that's really really important that they just stick to what what has been been asked of them mm, interesting thanks mas um so as we said we always start the show with the news but also really to remind ourselves the way the world is seeing the future the way the world is moving and a lot of them is based on from a science perspective and, and other perspective as well that's how they guided us but as a people of God, we know that our revelation of seeing the word, it has to come from God mm. and from God, from the word of God. You know, mm. that, you know, we're not salt and light for Jesus doesn't say that we are the salt and light for just the sake of saying it. You know, we truly are the light of this world. This this the only if people have to see Jesus, 
you know, they have to see it through us. So our testimony is very important. You yeah. know, how we conduct ourselves is very important because what people see, if they see us, they suppose we're supposed to be representative for Christ. So they're supposed to see us as Christ's representative. So they will see us, they will see Christ. And that is so key that we're trying to stick to it. And obviously, we also spoke about the importance of be sober and be vigilant, especially of the enemy, what he's doing. You know, First Peter 5, 8, 2 Corinthians 2, 11, really explicit that importance for us to be vigilant. Even Jesus mentioned, you know, be watchful, be vigilant, be alert. So those are the things. And it doesn't mean that we have to be afraid of what other world is moving, but we have to be aware of what's taking place, the sign, the wonder, why everything that's taking place in order for us to be well prepared and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. Very important. So we're now uh, done with um, Israel. Let's introduce our, our, our guest here. But before we introduce him to speak to us, um, as we st start in this new season on the Heart of Mission, we're going to be getting a few guests coming in and talk to us about missions and so on. Why don't we just uh, listen to what he's all about? Peter Mensah carries a burden to stir up and mobilize the body of Christ, having been in ministry for 23 years. Peter Mentor is passionate about youth and raising a Christ-centered and eternity-conscious generation of leaders who are totally devoted to Christ. He is a mentor and a father to many, having raised pastors, ministers and worship leaders with a passion for Christ. Over the past 12 years, he has planted 18 churches in three continents. Peter works in partnership with Christian Life Ministries, also known as CLM, to take mission teams to rural communities in Ghana, Kenya, Liberia, Nigeria, Gambia, Burkina Faso, India and Sierra Leone. Peter Mentor is married to Pastor Marilyn. They have two beautiful children, Iona and Othniel. Okay, so welcome, Pastor Peter. Hope Thank you, you, my pleasure, my pleasure. Um, <laughs> To be on the show, the Revelation Hour, amazing. <laughs> God help us. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll be helped. I'm sure you'll be helped. We so, will be helped. Yeah. Did yeah. Our help coming from the Lord. Yes, Amen. Right. <laughs> you know, we're so happy to have you here this morning. Um, My. Mm, it, it just. Uh, it, it, I mean, your journey is uh, is just a, uh, and it's, I think it is an inspiration to to quite a lot of us. Um, you're mm. very a different type of person, I would say, compared to wow. the traditional one that we see. Uh, you seem to have your <laughs> hand <laughs> in everywhere. But uh, I just well, wanted to ask you something, you know, really to start mm, with. T mm. Tell us a bit about your background, you know. Right. You know? Cool. Before I say anything, I just want to say a very big um, thank you to um, uh, presenter Marcia and um, John Mark <laughs> for having me. I think I've been once in a while, I just get into onto your show to watch what is happening. And I think that what you guys are doing is very deep. And um, I think everybody has his call because um, uh, it's very deep. And uh, God bless you for the burden, the, the creating alertness and awareness of what um, the Lord is about and the Lord wants to do in the lives of people. And you know, um, reaching out to the territories that people have not yet reached. And so, I mean, God bless you for inviting me. And I see it as a privilege to be 
on your um your show um your show so god bless uh, you for having me and then um, also i just want to say a very big thank you um, obviously obviously to my family for what they've made me um, especially my wife uh, marily or mm. pastor mars uh, for you know believing in me and then obviously making me what i am by the grace of god mm. and also to my children and then also more also more importantly i want to give a shout out to my spiritual father um, yes. pastor joseph Buedu, um for you know believing in me and holding in me even in my mess uh, he knew that there is a message in me mm. and so and god has put in something in me so obviously his patience has brought me where i am and i don't take it for granted for his love patience i always say that i'm the jealous son because um i feel loved mm. <laughs> um yeah so yeah so that's that and um all right cool and i also want to give a big, big shout out to all the pastors in clf um and both here and also overseas uh, mm-hmm. for their hard work uh etc all right okay peter um well like really said my name is peter uh Mensa, and um i i i i i got myself into i i, I love the ministry work and i was actively if i should put it that way into doing ministry stuff um, what i've come to know to be ministry in those days i didn't know it was ministry i thought it was part of um, a believer that's what you need to do but i sat back and i realized i was actively into ministry and that was 1994 mm. uh, when i was in secondary school and um, of which i've decided to go to secondary school to be a bad boy because i wanted to taste what it means to be a bad boy mm. uh, <laughs> what i mean is that you know just um, get the girls um, you know just drink um, uh, and do all those funny things that you know people do that you can label them as bad boys but unfortunately i, I got there um, because i was that timid coward you know when i was in my junior secondary school so when i got to ss the senior secondary school um, i don't know how you guys called it but i think the secondary school mm-hmm. when i got there um that was around in june um, 1994 and um i you know there was this guy's because we've gone there as freshers, and so people come with their different, you know, um, activities. Um, so we are the scripture union, we are the music ministry, we are um, uh, writers club, we are the science club. So all different ones have come in to, you know, do their own thing. But you see, my mind was like kind of made up that, listen, I'm not here just to join. I'm here to be a bad boy because I, still, I know in secondary school, <laughs> there's a minimal control of period because I was so scared of my period and I couldn't do certain things. Mm. And... Um, I am. Um, I I got into uh, one of the famous schools in Ghana, whether people like it or not. I know this guy's listening to me. It'll be one of the uh, you know you know big schools in Ghana. I'm on one of the big schools, Accra Academy, mm. and um, I um, I decided to be a bad boy. And all these guys came to speak. They went, and one group came. They called themselves Scripture Union at that time, uh, and then I didn't know what they're about. They came to preach and unfortunately unfortunately uh, as they were talking i'm like my mind was not there but i don't know what all of a sudden it's like i got attracted to what they're saying and it was this woman talking and the way she was talking with that kind of motherly heart it was talking 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 i don't know what happened to be honest when you asked me today i don't know what happened and i felt like i felt so i felt so bad i felt so um calm and then obviously with all that aggressive you know heart that i had i don't know where it dissipated to I mean, just vanished. And um, he said, if if you want to give your life to Christ, um, that's what he said, want to give you a, come, we pray for you. I don't know what even happened. And I just <laughs> went and prayed for me. And he said, that's my journey. And just after the, after received Christ at that time, mm. 
were into it the following day, there's prayer meeting, the following um, the next day, there's this. So it's like, let me go and see what happens there. Mm-hmm. And my first my first encounter was a prayer ministry. I don't know why it was my a prayer ministry. So I got there and it was not pleasant at all. We have been there, <laughs> prayed. This guy, I don't know when I went away praying. So I get away praying, praying, praying. An hour and a half later, the guy claps his hands. Because we're praying and, you know, I've coming from a background that, that you know how to pray loud, mm-hmm. pray for long, Roman Catholic, we all say the rosary in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Hey Mary, Mother of God, pray for us in this night forever, blah, blah, blah. So I just there and I don't know what they're praying for. I don't know what these guys were praying about and they were speaking in something that they call tongues. Mm-hmm. So that kind of thing. And so I got to pray for and the guy claps his hands and says to me, we are now going to start the prayers. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> Seriously. Um, and, you know, I was so new. I didn't know what about. And this is what the guy said. He said, listen, we are, going to, we are not going to start the prayers. If you know you can't pray for two to four hours, get out of here. That's the way. Wow. Get out of the place. And he's like, I was just waiting for somebody to, because remember, I was so timid, shy. So I was I was hoping that somebody would walk out that I would follow. Everybody was there. Then the guy repeats, I'm saying Four hours. If you know you can, I said, get out of here. Oh wow! I was now just, I was just shaking. I wish I because there's no way even for thirty minutes I can go <laughs> after one and a half hour to two hours. So then I am like, okay, uh, nobody was going. So then the man said, straight for the third time, said, now we are going to pray. Let's hold our hands. Let's start praying. And then started pray, 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 pray. The only thing I could say is Jesus, 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 Jesus. Until we finished, you know. And there were a lot of things happened at that time. I mean, there was, there was, there was the power of God. Was I could see the heaviness, you know. It's just like so. My encounter has been my first encounter. I mean, I've been a Christian. I just go to church, you know. I go to church because when we finish it, they buy us ice cream. That's the thing, but not because. um and mm. I hated this whole thing. We go nail down, get up, sing a hymn, nail down, get up. I, I, so I just go because when you finish church, you, you get some sweets and etc. So my first encounter, that's how I I really get connected. That's why my my energy, my drive, my mm. passion, my burden mm. has been around prayer. You know, mm. it, it was so deep that I didn't have it so easy from the beginning. Not mm. when I say easy, what I mean is that it was not that soft or oh, come to prayer and then yeah, straight it's in. good. We encourage yeah. you that kind Baptism. of thing. I was told if you can't pray, <laughs> get out of here. And I'm yeah. like, okay, <laughs> you know, but that, that didn't frustrate me. And you see, the funny thing, as time went on, you see, I should have come out of church so easily because my next encounter was when I was called because I, because I was a prayer leader, any meetings and any gatherings. And I was talking about a school at my time. The, co- the population was over 2,500. That was wow. my time, you know. So when, and scripture, you know, very strong. So when time you gather, like, we are, you are looking about not less than 500 people mm. gathering, exactly. So my f- next encounter is that because I'm a prayer warrior, any prayer gatherings, anything that is called prayer, you are the warriors, you are in charge. In fact, yeah. we call ourselves that time the watchmen. Even somebody die in the school, they will blame the prayer warriors. We, we, hey. The scripture you know, was so strong. Wow. Yes, because it means that you are not praying enough. You are hey. not fasting enough. <laughs> exactly. Wow. So that was that was the kind of environment mm. I find myself. And, mm. you know, and there was one time people were dying and they said to her, we the prayer, we are not praying a lot. And trust me, and I understood it was true because mm. when we, mashallah, so I gathered ourselves and started praying and then fasting and whatever. Can you tell me for a whole, before, by the time I left the school, nobody had died. Wow. Because 
Exactly. Because we were praying, it was intensive. And that, that was the days that I, I felt, you know, it was so fun. I'm going to say something obvious now. It's not what it is. For example, we're so we're kind of spiritually strong at that time. I mean, God gives grace to ignorance. Mm. It's when you go out to evangelize and we tell people, come to Christ. Our evangelism is not whether you like it. It's by force. You have to come to Christ by force. <laughs> you can't say no to us. Because when they come to you, preach the way we are soft, you preach the way you have to come to Christ as you're going to hell, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. And then you try mm. to be stubborn. Then we release what in the name of God we call power. Hey. We release something on you, which was scarce. So it will be like, it. now you're not following us, right? You're going to have a running stomach for a week and you know that God is real. Or another word, you're going to have diarrhea for a week mm. and you know that yes, the God that we preach is real. And trust me, you can't just mess up. People just me- think, laugh over it and run. But you see, immediately they left, they go to their dormitory, they will start. Wow. And the first time they'll be stubborn, second time, but when the thing, the thing is just getting them down, they'll run to us and kneel down, lift up their hands and receive Christ. Wow. Well, 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 in the, those, it's so funny. Um, I don't know whether God is in it or not, but uh, like I said, I think we did all this, but we saw a lot of people coming to Christ and all that kind of thing happening. Do you, um, do, you do that here when you evangelize? <laughs> I dare not. <laughs> I dare not. Now, let me put it this way. It, it, I mean, it's, it's not it's not, it's, it's not good to put it up, but let me put it this way. It's like here, I said, like, I, civilization has kicked me in the face and holy waters is, is cringing my spirit. It's, 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 it's mm. rubbing my springing brow. So mm. here, it's very difficult for me to say, you know, I'm kind of a celebrated Christian, if I should put that. It's very bad for me to say that, but mm. um, the, the, the the nature who, for, for what we used to do, I mean, it's not like that. Now everything is soft and, you know, mm. um, just be soft with them and just, it's not harsh, that kind of thing, you know. Mm. Um, so I know when I came to the crowd, a lot of people didn't understand me um, in terms of how aggressive I was. Mm. Um, but as time went on, I need to understand that now. Listen, civilization has kicked me in the face. So <laughs> that I is so to, in the name of wisdom, I need to be wise. Yeah. 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 How old were you when all of that was happening? I think I think I was around about um I could say I think I was over my fifteen fifteen. 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 Yes. Wow. 15. I was 15 wow. So can time, you imagine? Yeah. This is foundational, foundational principles, yeah. isn't it? Was 15 at that time. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Those, yeah. Th- those, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Those who are listening, you know, as Pastor Peter, uh, we're here with Pastor Peter uh, talking about missions, a new series, and uh, hearing his wonderful testimony at such a young age. Mm. Um, you get inspired, but also you kind of wondering. Be careful with this. Uh, the stomach issues if you come in and evangelize to you, you just never know. But uh, nah, nah. I'm, it, I'm, I'm, I dare not to do that. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's a wonderful. I dare not to do that. <laughs> it's oh, wonderful he's here with us. If yeah. you have any questions, um, please mm. use the chat here or use the comment and reactions, you know, on mm. if you're on YouTube or, or Facebook and just mm. throw out a question. It's not uh, often that we have the opportunity to have such a man of God here with us and we want to take as much information and get as much mm. inspiration from mm. him as we can mm. so going on into this this lovely call uh into ministry and and, and history how did you sense that you were tailor-made i would say the word tailor-made for um missions okay yeah um i, I think um, in the process i didn't know what mission was all about mm. so um, i finished i think my secondary in 1996 and um, just after, before, before I got 1990, like I said, I was in a Catholic church. And so in 95, um, a friend that I knew, I was then in the record society. And obviously I was one of the leaders. Um, I was not the top leader. I think I was there to the very top 
of the of the of the of the of the um, kind of um, leadership um, in Ghana. Mm. I was in a record society, and um, I know you know what the records is. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, in the records. So um, then this friend introduced me to a church, and when I went to that church, interestingly, it was not a big church. It's called now it's called End Time Outreach Church, led by one Pastor Peter Tego. So mm. I um, I got myself. Then the first time I got there. Remember the baptism I've had in school. I mm. got there and I realized people were praying. I mean, we're praying as if nothing matters. I said, there's no, I mean, we're praying as if there's no life. So I got there where because of I've had that taste a little bit, I tried to rub shoulders with them. But listen to me, I couldn't because you see, the interesting that there were a lot of women and the women were praying like, I'm like, what is it? Why are you praying like that? I mean, they were praying, they could stand on their feet to pray for hours. I'm not talking about, mm. I mean, I'm not saying that. That prayer is the best, no? Oh, it's bad, and I'm not saying. But the the the, the intensity, the heat. In fact, mm-hmm. when you even enter the room, it's like you've entered the finance the, the finance of uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Wow. It, the, you could feel heat there, wow. and the women, they're aggressive. The, the the rumbling and the voice of mm-hmm. women, like when they finish, they talk as ladies. But when they're praying, it's like they're they're raw, rolling like a lion. So mm-hmm. I had an encounter there, and so it was called Entam Outreach because they believe in reaching out reaching out and then touching um, touching lives yeah. so this as time went on i think when we finished there was a, a bible school I, my first bible school was um, 1996 97 so in 1996 97 i joined i went to this bible school called africa center for theological studies that is a, a um, cp 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 no it's not cpc um upc okay. upc yeah. Yeah, Africa Center for Teolica under James Portress and Cisco. Mm-hmm. So I I I went through for a year. And obviously because of the outreach, we're outreach, we go out a lot every almost every day. We are reaching out, we are reaching out, we are mm-hmm. reaching out. Then as time went on, I had the burden of you know just going to um schools outside um our our Jerusalem, if you understand, outside yeah. um our area. So yeah. if for example I was in London, I was traveling to um, different places mm-hmm. with my friends, schools. So we were reaching out to the youth, the secondary schools. We hold mm-hmm. events and we hold revivals with them every every year between June and July. We are always out and um, reaching out to the different schools. So I didn't even know what mission was all about. So, mm-hmm. but our passion is to reach out, not just in our Jerusalem, because we read the scripture in Acts one eight: "You shall receive power after which the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and shall be mm-hmm. witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and the other." So we believe that we are doing our Jerusalem. We must go to our Judea, we go to yeah. our Samaria, and to the uttermost part of us. So we we're just we we're just taking the word of God as raw as it is, and we're just mm-hmm. um, um, modeling it. So mm-hmm. we started traveling out. We started traveling, and then in the process, um, I started this group called the Alive Psalmist Incorporated. But it was then called the Maranatha Outreach Singers. But the reason for outreach is because I was so much evangelistic. I was so much into mission. So not, I didn't call it mission at that time. Going out to place, we call it evangelistic mm. or mentoring. So we we're going out to raise. So into that, I formed this. And the idea was to bring singers together or train singers and then go to places to minister. Why is the minister I preach? Why the minister? So that was the idea. Yeah. And um, that was in 1999. And so... After that, as time went on, after the Lord says, you know what, no, this I've not this ministry is not just for about few people. It's for for you to reach um, the the raw youth. Now, uh, it's very important the raw youth. When I say raw youth, because I've heard the Lord told me at the time that I'm going to use, I'm going to give you raw people 
to transform them into finished product mm. through the word. And so what, and so the Lord used it. just be, the story is very long, but let me try to just condense everything. So to cut the story today, the, the, and the Lord said, I, w- I wanted to use the music ministry. And at that time I was not too good in that. Mm. in music so um it's also i can also go back to that where that grace i felt the grace come that was in secondary school but because of time and so then i i, I tried bringing people together and i said god how am i going to do it because i was shy i was timid i, I don't I, I, I struggle as part for the fact that i reach out it's when i preach the gospel you feel me so energetic but mm. when i come back to myself peter is not what it is i'm just <laughs> quiet i just want to stay indoors i don't want to do anything mm. but if it's about the gospel i become so aggressive the bed mm. becomes so strong mm. that is me people don't believe that i'm a shy person but that's 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 fine but um so that's that so i am um, i gathered the people and i felt the lord wanted me to change the name so it became the alive psalmist incorporated now there was a, a, a revelation that i picked from david and obviously it became alive something and by the grace of god alive begin to grow because of the passion because of what god said i got people who are so raw when i say people who are so raw i'm talking people who are humanizing people who are on drugs people who uh, uh, all kind of thing you can think about. Yeah. I mean, lives are very funny. People have um, their, their parents were not there for them, so they are so bitter. Different, different, different kind of people that mm. God gave it to me. I didn't have the grace. I didn't. I didn't have. No, I didn't have the skills. I was not. The, I was not the right person, if I should say, at that time, because myself, I was struggling with mm. other things, you know, which was even an issue to deal with with God. But God, I'm going to give you these things, these people to transform into finished product. And I think through that, by obedience, uh, what happened is that the Lord transformed me and by the grace of God as I was trying to um, um, work on them the Lord transformed me and by the grace of God now um, we have pastors that came out of it we have business owners we have big people coming out of this and now I understand understood what God was trying to do but the journey was not easy because I was accused I was ostracized I was misrepresented in those days you know and the false allegations fabrications defamations it was not easy because in the process I felt like giving up in fact I gave up until people the people that I raised came to encourage me and then we started again so the journey has been um a bit interesting and when it comes so it was true that i developed the heart of mission mm-hmm. i didn't call it mission at that time mm-hmm. so the alive summit corporation alive summit incorporated has come to be that was in 2003 2004 no mm-hmm. the 2003 2004 and then as we we, we ministered we, we didn't call anything evangelism we didn't say evangelism we didn't use the word evangelism because i realized that the church at the time that anytime you caught about evangelism, they are talking about you are good in the word, you are you are you are a strong Christian, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But I believe that if God the Lord saves you today, you should be able to launch out because mm-hmm. I remember Acts one eight. It didn't say go and evangelize. It said that and you shall receive power after we the Holy Ghost yeah, has come upon right. and you shall be witnesses. So the word there witness is the Lord highlighting my spirit. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is a witness, it means that what do you have encountered? Go and then share what you have encountered to people. Mm. So that's what I define as witness. Mm. And so I didn't use the word evangelism because evangelism, then you know the Bible, you can quote scriptures, you can mm. da, da, da. And so I saw witness. And the other terminology that we would use was mentoring, what I call mentoring the ministry of multiplication. Mm. So when you come into the group and you are, you are, you come to the group and you are a month old, now you have, you have to mentor people. It is by force. You have no option. Mm-hmm. If you can't mentor people, you cannot be part of the ministry mm-hmm. because it's a ministry of multiplications, uh, mm-hmm. uh, mentors, a mentoring this thing. So you can see somebody who is even 10 years old mentoring somebody who is about 15 and 20 years. That's you ask me how, how did yeah. they do it? 
at that time, we were so ignorant that the grace was so much there that literally, that 10 year old, when it's time for him to mentor or talk to his people, the, the power and the strength that comes upon him to talk to people is as if he's an old person and he's talking to people who are older than him or her. Mm. But the grace was there. The grace was so much there that they do. And after their mentoring, they come back to their childhood nature. And then obviously, they respect those that are ahead of it. It's, the, the environment was so rich and poor, and I believe there's some people, obviously, who have been in people who have been part of the ministry. I think they are joining, are joining us, whether Facebook, whatever. But so it, it was, it was so, so lovely. It was so rich, you know. So, um, so then from reaching out to people, on we started traveling to the villages to minister the word mm. to people. So we travel to the CLF churches. We travel to villages. I mean, and then sometimes when you go, we'd go not to be a burden to the people. So places that we were sleeping, you know, it was so, it is so unfortunate. Mm. Then those days were so poor, quote unquote, that we didn't have the cameras and the things that we had. Like pictures I will show you, you'll be so surprised. Places that we mm. sleep, actually, typically we sleep in a bush. Mm. I mean, when it's a bush, bush with um, buildings without windows, without beds, we sleep on the floor. Mm. In fact, we find us a privilege sleeping on the floor and reaching out to the communities. Wonderful. So we spend a week, sometimes five days. And we travel sometimes when you're going, I'm not talking about five or 10 people. We are talking about sometimes 120 people, sometimes 90 people, sometimes 60 people, mm. you know? And by the time we, we come back, we can, we can go with 60. By the time we come back, other people have joined will be like 100 plus. So that's what we're doing. So that's what, how we started. So we believe that we were so excited because we believe that we were reaching out to our, what, our Judea. Mm. So we're using that concept. And so we believe that God, one day God is going to use us to reach our Samaria. And the uttermost part of the world. So that has been my journey. And so I've seen this, some of these alive guys traveling to the different countries. Like some of my guys went to Sierra Leone, Kenya, and the different places. Um, what do you call it? Um, mm. Some of the um, Asian countries, all that kind of thing. It's mm. because they were all around. And that's what we believe. So that's how the passion developed. So I've been doing mission way back in 2003, 2004. Wow. Yeah. So we, we're looking pretty much about 72 17 years pretty much about 17 kind of, years of a yeah. kind of but you say that but even listening mm. to you i think the thing is this burden that you've had from even when you were younger um mm. even you said in when you were 15 you know mm. the way mm. that you and i don't think for me i i look at it and i think of the way that god does things nothing is ever by chance mm. you know yes and the mm. fact that mm. in the way mm. that you first of all you were the foundational principles were for for prayer <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah for you to mm-hmm. be praying you know for you to be praying mm-hmm. then the worship you know the praise you know the worship mm-hmm. side of things mm-hmm. to be able to bring mm-hmm. that into play as well and you're saying i mm-hmm. you know the grace came i didn't have it and i think listening mm-hmm. to you throughout all of this is just it's so encouraging because mm-hmm. i think a lot of people always think i've got to have it together or i've got to know this before i go on missions or, i've got mm-hmm. to do this but you just it's for you you're just literally just living out the word you're just mm-hmm. like okay this is what the word says and i'm going to do this and because mm-hmm. and it's and People think I need to know know so much of the word before I go to be able to go mm. on missions, or I need mm. to be able to be a minister, or to be a leader, or to be do this or do that. But God, as you say, mm. God has just asked for us to be a witness. You know, Not whatever we have, exactly. we take the it, word mm. and it's very, very encouraging. Mm. It's very encouraging. Mm. Go- going on to the the, mm. the 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 old mission that you've been involved, you know, obviously sure. you've been traveling uh, extensively in 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 Africa. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit more about the different mission you've been involved sure. with? All right, cool. Um, b- before I quickly delve into that, let, let me let me let me put it. So in in the in, the, in those and and the, the, the umbrella for which we were doing this is obviously a life service incorporated. However, mm-hmm. within the ministry, a life service there were other ministries. So okay. we had what you call the uh, alive missions. 
the alive mission, which is now obviously has been a bit modified to be called the P missions. Mm. The ah, P yeah. missions. Okay, so, P-missions. yeah. yeah. And then, um, um, the, the, one of the things I think I didn't touch on was that, I mean, the reason, the reason why I asked the process, I got so passionate about doing that was because I believe, I believe that in each generation, and this is very poignant, in each generation, mm. God has called enough men and women to evangelize okay. um, to the unreached mm. tribes on the earth. I believe that. So the but the question is that it is not God who does not call. It was men that I believe that were not responding to the mm, call. To the respond. Mm. Yeah. So so I had the person listen to me. The issue is we cannot be trophies in the church. What I mean by that is <laughs> we, yeah. we 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 have received Christ. Mm. Everybody knows that we have received Christ. In fact, I mean, if when I say to people, I want to go back, I want to go back, I mean, people do understand. But you see. There's a dynamic, there's something about me that I felt I could express it here, but for some reason I'm not, which is not right. But what, what I'm trying to say is God, I believe that the, the, we can be, like I said, trophies. And um, what I mean that we receive Christ, everybody knows that we are believers and we are in the church. We are so comfortable in the church. Yeah. Mm. We are so available in the church. I'm mm. going to say something which I've sounded a bit controversial. No, go for it, mate. We're so available in the church mm. to the extent when the devil even comes to the church looking for people to use, we are mm. available. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Can you expand but a we little have bit come on to, this? Mm. All right. But we, are, we, have, we must come to a place, we must come to a place where we, are, we should be sold out for God. Mm. Sold out to the extent that um, we are not just available for the use, but we are, we are, we are, we are ready to respond to that which God yeah. is calling us to do. For we're example, doing things. Yeah. We we'll say to our what do, Jesus? No, I was using this illustration. Probably, maybe in the conference, I'm going to talk more about this. this mm-hmm. You know, um, we we, we um, 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 Christians, we are not we are not parked cars mm-hmm. or parked vehicles. Mm-hmm. In other words, if I'm going to I'm going to um, 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 maybe London, and then I'm following a car that I said, oh, I'm following a car that is parked. I will never get to where I'm going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in other words, I believe I believe that Jesus. Jesus is a goer and he goes with goers. Mm. Jesus is a worker and he goes with yeah, workers. Yeah. Mm. Jesus don't sit down and so therefore he doesn't sit with sitters and he doesn't, mm. you know, sleep with sleepers. You understand? Mm. So, yeah. but we are now comfortable in church. And when I talk about mission, please, so that I, I clarify this. I'm not talking about you just traveling to African countries or different places before you, 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 you term yourself as a missionary. The church is a mission. Mm. And our time will not permit us, but the church is a mission. Yeah. Mm. Jesus was on a mission. Yeah. When you look at all the patriots and all the people that came to be that we follow, they were on a mission. Mm. But it's unfortunate, and this is why I get so passionate, it's unfortunate that the church now, which should be on a mission, mm. have become trophies mm. to the world. That's, that's, that's the challenge. And so therefore we are waiting to we gather some people and go to maybe uh, uh, travel to a village mm. or travel to somewhere. Mm. But around us, we must, we must know that we are men of mission yeah. because right. Jesus left his throne. He said, for God so loved the world that mm. he gave his only begotten son. Mm. And he said, who shall I send and who will go? Mm. So it means that there were congregation of people who God has given a mission statement, who will run with the mission statement and everybody was quiet. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Until Jesus said, "Listen to me, we need to fulfill this mission." Mm. 
And so the question, the question to the generation, to question to the church is that who is ready to fulfill the mission of God? No, I'm not talking about traveling mm. to places, but around us, would, would we agree the fact that we are men on mission yeah. mm. is very important. Now, when you ask me, just particularly countries that have, I mean, there's a few countries um, and the places specifically that I've, I've, I've actively worked, um, planted is, um, I think, Sierra Leone mm-hmm. and um, Ghana, where I've actively, I mean, it's sort of Sierra Leone and Kenya. Mm. Um, that's actively but where, obviously, I've said I've planted church. Um, those are the countries. Um, the reason I say that because uh, for me personally, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Um, just go to a place and obviously just see and come. I've been to other places, but see the place and come. But I enjoy it when we're able to plant something mm. we do something so those are the two areas that i can talk more about uh, in terms to um, areas that i've been yeah mm. that's one thing i wanted to touch on and and you mentioned it at the beginning um mm. people that influences you uh people that you know you speaking about our, our past um our senior pastor joseph and and i wanted yes. you to touch about those people and also uh your wife marilyn as well which is i believe is a another powerful missionary and mm-hmm. she's not here with us this sure. morning mm-hmm. but uh, sure. uh, i'm sure you can speak for for both of you so some of the two question is the influence mm-hmm. of um your spiritual father and also mm-hmm. the you know this this family out there there's people out there couple out there that want to be missionary mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. right. don't really know what to do and how to do it so tell us a little bit more about this 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 working relationship love working mm-hmm. relationship when it comes to missions uh, from mm. a spiritual father and also from uh, from your spouse. Great, great. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, mean, I want to emphatically say this, that for everything that I do, whether Omega Generation, whether P Mission, whether everything, everything that I do, um, and I say this and I mean it, it's not I'm saying because I'm like this. Everything that I do now for where I am, I do it because obviously God has given me the benefit. But again, I do it because of submission to the church in which I am. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Life Fellowship. Mm-hmm. And I do it because a man in my mess took me up, you know, and input into me. You understand? Yes, I honor God. I mean, look, at, I honor God for the burden, but also thank God for the man that God gave me. For example, Paul wrote a lot of letters, and it was not Paul. A lot of people at that time that needed to be believers wouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. And those guys were able to do make it what we're to have impact to their generation because of Paul. Mm-hmm. So when I say this, I'm not saying this to make him like a God, but to be to 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 for people to understand that in every man's life he needs somebody yeah. uh, to be there Definitely. to help, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to, to challenge him and to mm-hmm. strengthen him and to motivate him and to empower him. I believe that. I believe that. And there's a, a story behind it that I don't want to go there because yeah, I didn't finish. Is that so? I mean, obviously, Pastor Joe, obviously, I met Pastor Joe, I think, way back 2006 or 2005, there about. Um, the story of meeting him, it was, if it was no God, I would never be working with Pastor Joe because I thought at that time, I felt at that time, it was very rude to me. That's what I felt. And I said to myself, who, who is he? Who is he for you to be talking to me like that? That was in Ghana. And then as, as I was going, the Lord said to me, he's the man. Is the father, and I struggle to believe that this will go the same. But I've said to myself, whatever God says, I'll say because of my past, the things I've been through, I'll, I'll, I'll believe it. So he became my spiritual father at the time before even I came to um, 
UK. So, but I, so he knew me way back, and I attended the Bible school. Later, I became the the the, 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 the coordinator or the, the the dean of the Bible school in Ghana um, at that time. So. He knew me anytime they come to Ghana to hold conferences with Prophet Anno and the other people. I was there, you know, with my singing ministry. And, you know, so we knew each other for a very long time. I knew Pastor Aisha, knew the people. So when I came to, you realize when I came to England, it was, I was all plugged in straight away. It was not like um, a foreigner. And yeah. then I remember my first time, my first time in this country, I think on the second day, I was told to go and dedicate a child or name a child, something like that. So when I, I started doing the work, just as if I was in Ghana. So Pastor Joe has been... Um, a rock, one of what the, the pillar in my life. Um, listen to me. There are times where I've cried in his presence. There are times where he rebuked me very hard. And you know, because I have said that he, the Lord has said He is the one. There's no way, no matter what He does, and no matter what you do. And I know sometimes because of apologies, I'm sorry. But no matter, I don't even see it as an issue at all. Where to differentiate? I try to do everything, and nothing will cause me to disrespect Him in any form or shape. That's in my heart. Mm. No matter what, no matter, it can be wrong. Mm. But for the fact that I felt the law says so, so, and so, listen to me, no, there's nothing that you do. I'll sit here and say, it's so painful. Yeah, if I fear head, I'll have fear head. But my point is, there was not, nothing like, are you going to forgive him or not? There's nothing like that in my mind because I knew what the law said and I knew how he has modeled my life to this time. And in fact, because he carries a particular bed, it was so easy to connect. I know I've had the privilege. I've had the privilege. This is what I said, I've had the privilege to be on one or two missions with, 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 with him. And listen to me, the passion, the burden, the joy. You know, on the mission field, we still get rebukes, but yet we move on. The joy. I mean, it's so amazing. And I know that really God gave him to me for my journey. Yeah. I believe that. And I believe that um, there are more that I need to do. So far as what he has deposited in me is concerned. So he has been a very strong pillar in my life. And for whatever I do, um, I do agree and, and, and agree to the, 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 the CLF and everything that my spiritual father would do or my father in the Lord would do. Um, the, the idea is one, just to bring people to the saving knowledge of Christ. Yeah. So I use all my channels to do that. So all our mission statements and that is tailored around CLF and 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 and, 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 and what do you call it the, the 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 agenda for the year that is uh, the color agenda for the year what's that the, color, uh, yeah. the vision the vision for the year is always what I use to around all the mission the mission my mission assignment or all the ministries the para ministries that I communicated mm. and when I got married to obviously my, when I met uh, Pastor Marilyn who happens to be my wife on the, on the mission field mm. and uh, that's how it happens a long story let me not go there but. I realized that I realized that he was even more passionate. I could say more passionate with mission than me. <laughs> the, 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 the lady loves loves mission. I think the energy uh, energy is mission. Her dream is mission. I mean, yeah, yeah. Everything. I mean, it's, it's like you yeah. when you can. I think he's more married to mission than me. <laughs> is she listening? That way. Yeah. Is she listening? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, when, when I say to me, no, please let me keep No, I'm not saying that obviously. It's not, no, what I want to say is that it's like, it's like her blood yeah. is mission. Yeah. Her blood Definitely. is mission. Definitely. What sparks her is mission. Definitely. And I'm not surprised because when you pick me and put me into environment where there's nothing like God, there's nothing like um, preaching or saying something, listen to me. 
is it Pastor Peter? Is it Peter? Because you're not seeing me functioning. It's like you're putting me in water and I can't swim. And I'll just be there. You know? But I think she, she's so passionate. So obviously, we, coming together, and I remember the first time I looked at the passport when you got my regular passport, I said, hey. So she's traveled a lot. So I'm like, okay. I mean, so it's mission. So I didn't even see myself as doing mission. To be honest with you, if I should be honest with you, it was when I came here, I realized, oh, okay, I'm doing mission. All these things I did, oh, it was a mission. I mean, I thought it was a responsibility of a, a believer to do all these things. I didn't see it to be anything so extraordinary, you know. Um, that's why I say uh, our mission, the church has a mission. So, I mean, I mean, she was just passionate. She was doing it, and then she loves it. Um, but when we came together now, the table turned out to be always going. And um, in the beginning, it was not easy. I mean, um, but, you know, we've all come to a place to understand. We do what we do. I do what I do because of her. I do what I do because of the children. I mean, and it's something so clear that obviously I always make sure I put it across so that it's so clear, especially with the kids, so that it's not happening that that uh, is always on the mission field. He doesn't care, that kind of issue. Yeah. And it's so amazing that, I mean, by the grace of God, we try to put do things in a way that when I'm even going on mission, I even always say, oh, dad, um, um, I have some few clothes I wanted to take to the mission. Sometimes you do some things, make sure you take it. And if it's about, about I mean, let's say you did a thing a week ago, you say, put this thing in your bag, make sure you give it to the children. Mm. Um, and then she'll come back from school, see the, he said, Dad, you've not taken it. I don't want you to forget. And sometimes when I think the last trip I was going to get some futures when I go to give the children. When I'm on a mission field and we talk, guess what? It's once in a while I say, oh, Dad, we've missed you. But most of the time, how are the children doing? Um, did you speak to the children? Are they having fun? Um, what is happening to them? Those kind of things. So, and so I think last December, Last year, December, we were supposed to, they were supposed to come on Sir, come to Serbian for mission. So she has been talking about always counting the months until it was December and never happened because of the cost yeah. involved. And so, and obviously, they still talk about Africa, they want to go on mission. Even the small boy want to go on Africa, want to do a mission. So um, it's by, just by the grace of God. So it's like my wife just is passionate. I mean, listen, I remember when I came back three months from Sierra Leone, we couldn't even meet. We, we we talked at the airport, but I couldn't see her. So when when I came in after three months, she was going to um what do you call it um, um Kenya 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 with with some with the, with the women on yeah. the mission yeah. called AIC mm. Abiding Christ. Yeah. So um, and it's also under CLM or CLF, if I should put that mm. way. Um, so I mean, it was very it was it was difficult humanly. It was difficult, but you see. I know that we are protected because of what we do. Mm-hmm. I know we, I, I know the blessing. Listen, I can tell you, the blessing that we enjoy is because of we being sold out for the things of God. I can tell you honestly. I mean, I can give you evidence of things and you'd be surprised. How we survive is by the grace. How even God gave us children, I will tell you, is because with our heart. I'm not saying we are righteous, but... You know, God sometimes, you know, some. I mean, He just blesses and rewards um, your 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 heart uh, yeah. for something. I can say that, and um, I can say a lot of things that you'd be surprised. And most of people, most people don't know, but you'd be so surprised to hear some of the testimony. So we know that because of these things we do, that's how the Lord has brought us far to this way. I can tell you that. So um, she loves it, and I love it, and we love it. And listen, we spend a lot on doing things for people that even ourselves, I can tell you that. Mm. 
beautiful. It's beautiful. This is yeah. such a, a, an inspiring testimony. Oh, yeah. really. I, lo- I love it. I'm sitting here just smiling and my heart's just like, wow, this mm. is beautiful. Mm. It's really nice to hear, hear you speak. But, uh, you know, I, I've known Pastor Marilyn since I became a Christian. She, you know, mm. um, and um, yeah, she's she's a phenomenal powerhouse. Mm. This little little power and, uh, packs, a power pack. <laughs> let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I mean, uh, if you people think I'm powerful, if I mean that powerful. people say, listen, this woman is more powerful than. Me. Let me tell you a very interesting, very simple one. Um, anything she will pray on it. Anything. Mm. So let's say my computer is not working. Mm. Then she'll let Father. She she's gonna pray on the computer. Mm. Let's say um, something, anything. I mean, you can talk about anything. Let's say a book is missing or I can't find something. Oh, Father. And it's amazing. Within a twinkle of an eye, I don't know. Consciously, of course, we, we see the thing. One day, we're going to church. I was very late, you know. And I went to call because I was very late. And the phone was not working. I don't know what happened. Then I locked the phone. Now I cannot open the phone. I mean, I, I still remember that thing. We were on the car driving and we were hot because we were very late. I was coordinating, and you know. Pastor Joe is going, supposed to be in the church and you understand that environment. Pastor Joe wanted to be there at a particular time and, and the phone was not working. I'm pressing, nothing is happening. I lock it, I don't know. Then my wife took the phone, went in the car. It's a father in the name of Jesus. And then lo and behold, I said, let me, I just press F element and the thing opened. So now from there, you know, I was sort of like, what? I, I put the password on, what? So, I don't know why anything open. And you know what? Then, so anytime anything happens, I say, babe, can you pray that your prayer? You know? <laughs> and that's what you want. And, uh, that's what you want. Yeah, no, that's, right. that's what you need. I'm telling you. This yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely love this one. Yeah, can I you love pray that your prayer? Over. Anytime I say, if yeah. I struggle, I struggle. Like, babe, yeah. can you pray that your prayer? And then, yeah. believe me, you just pray that prayer. And by the time you realize, you find the thing. Yeah. And I don't remember that you prayed that prayer. That's, that's the kind of yeah, Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And you look and you just see her. She's so. I always say, you're so cute. You know, you look at this picture, mm. the power packed woman. <laughs> I know. I've known that over the years. I've spent had the pleasure of spending time with her, um, mm. and I, I just I just absolutely love her. She's an amazing woman, mm. absolutely amazing woman. She is blessed, You're blessed. blessed. So I found a good thing. We coming up to towards the end of our of our show here. Mm. There's a couple of things that I wanted to mention. You know, you talked mm. about missions and 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 the whole journey mm. behind it. But sure. what I really love it the the word witness and mentoring, which is really the two mm. core of you. Mm. And, um, you know, this other thing, I, I seem to see all of your pictures seem to have some glasses on, you know, like, <laughs> like this one. You know? Well, I think I was, I was, enjoy, I was enjoying the holiday within the mission. <laughs> because that's, your, that's, the, that's the only holiday I can enjoy because I personally don't, I'm not, I'm not that, you know, I can't waste, okay, you know, I'm going to say something that's not because I'm having a good idea, but I cannot waste money. Mm. That is me. We cannot waste money and go to a place in the name of sleeping in the pool or whatever. Mm. I don't even have the conscience to think like, I'm like, oh gosh, somebody needs this money for school. Somebody needs yeah. this money right. to do business. Somebody is dying. Somebody is sick yeah. and just needs 20 pounds. Yeah. Mm. I cannot think. So when I go on a mission like that, I use the opportunity to chill a bit. Excellent. Uh, but for years, I mean, I don't remember the last time I went on holiday, to be honest with you. Mm. I, I, and we are not fighting. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but also <laughs> that's the thing is, just about to say, but your priorities are very, very different. Absolutely. You know, it's mm. just. Um, mm. I think the thing is yeah. for you, you know exactly what your call is. You know why you're here. You know what yeah. you're doing, and mm. I, and I just mm. love that you guys are on. You definitely mm. the, the, you're on a mission. You're on a mission, truly. Yeah. 
and I think it's beautiful to see it in action. So I'm sure all our listeners today have been inspired as we can see some of the messaging. Papa, you have inspired me. Mm. Powerful. Mm. Glory to God. Um, Mm. It's been wonderful, um, Pastor Mm. Peter, to have you here this morning with us. And and truly understanding the the meaning of us, the mission that you mentioned about the witnessing, the mentoring and and the ministry of multiplication and responding to the call, which is very important, you know. And I think you really touched on very important point here, which is going to help us really. And as you said, mission is not only about traveling, yeah. you know, something mm. that people sometimes find, think that mission is about the traveling, going to those places and, mm. and doing amazing work there. It is responding to the call. Mm. It is really yes. responding to the call to be a witness. Mm. You know? And that we're all on mission. And, and we're that, all on the mission. Thing that's that's the one thing I've always thought. Yeah. It's just like, you know, we are all, we're always on mission. You know, as, as soon as we give our hearts to Jesus, that is it, isn't it? And um, exactly. I, I love the fact that you actually highlighted that because it's so important for me because I, I just look and I just think this is a, it's, it's, it's how, it's what we're meant to do every day. So it's lovely mm. when you said I was just doing what mm. I was doing. I just, I didn't yes. even call it mission. It was just, that's the way it is. And I think that's the way it ought to be. We don't need to put titles on anything or anything like that. It's just, this is who we are. This is who, who we're here for. This is what we're doing. We're yeah. just getting on with it. Um, Jean-Marc sure. always laughs at me because I'm a northerner. So I always say, just get the job done. Just get on with it. And he's just like, exactly. why, you know? Yeah. And that's the way that I think. It's just like, okay, let's mm. just get the job done. And I think that's what you were doing. <laughs> You're just getting the job yes. done. You're just getting exactly. on with it. And I love exactly. that, you know? Yeah, exactly. yeah I understand yeah. that one. I love it. You see, the thing is, in a season that we're in at the moment, it is very important mm. to hear what God is saying to us. And sure. we are not believe God is raising a remnant church in this season. And and this I time this time where we are, the time that we can spend with the Lord and hearing what he's saying, but it's not only about hearing what he's saying, he's responding when he's speaking mm. to us. I think it's very key in this season, the response mm. to it. And and the come you coming in and just telling us about your journey and the simple thing that you did, you just responded to the call. Mm. You just responded mm. to the call. And we need to respond to the call that God is telling us in this season right now. So, Pastor Peter, thank you so much for being with us this morning. My pleasure. Um, pleasure. I want us to pray. Um, I want to pray for but you. Quick, look, yeah, quickly, go for it. Go for it. But quickly, in terms of um, the uh, global mission Yes, yes, completely we, forgot to mention we, that. We are yeah. having, um, and like I've said, mission is God's um, ultimate plan for redemption for the world. That is, that's what we stand for. That's what we present. We do anything different from that. We are doing our own thing, not what God wants us to do. That's what I believe. And so um, we, we've CLF, we've taken um, a month, this month of October, just to highlight, you know, conscientize people, um, stare at people about our great commission. I don't call it great commission. I call it a great commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we're gathering. We're gathering to, you know, just um, envision ourselves, inspire ourselves as to the assignment and the, the mission that God has given us. Mm-hmm. And so it's happening on the 23rd, 24th, 25th of this month, mm-hmm. uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, the flies are all over. If you want more information about that, please contact um, the team, um, Marcia and um, John, John Mark, and mm-hmm. obviously they'll, they'll, they'll update you and give it. But I wanted to get connected. If you don't have money to register, feel free just keep us connected, uh, get posted, and we'll try to. Um, to help you, but I wanted to get connected. And by the, by the time we are through with it, I'm speaking. Pastor Joe is speaking. Pastor John is speaking. Evangelist Tim Grant is speaking. And please get connected. And I know by the time we are through, you know that we've been called not just to the nations of the world, but we've been called 
to fulfill God's heart. God bless you. Amen. Amen. So Thank Friday, uh, Friday next week, 23rd, 7 to 8.30 p.m. We've got Saturday as well from 10 to 2 p.m. And next Sunday from 11 a.m. to 12.30 uh, p.m. Sure. Wonderful. Thank you again, Pastor Peter, for Bless being you. with us. Thank you, lovely Bless wife, you. to allow you to come on the show. Thank you for your children. I'm sure um, yeah. we will hear from them in about five years' time as oh, missionary. Yeah. Most definitely. You know, going on a mission themselves and doing the great word of God. <laughs> Why don't we pray? Father, we just want to thank you so much for this opportunity. You know, as we look into the word mission, what it represents, Lord. And as Pastor Peter mentioned, it's about responding to the call. It's about being a witness to you. And Lord, I pray that as people of God, we will continue to be witness to you. And we will respond to whatever call you have placed upon us. Lord, I pray that we will not be just hearer on the word, but we will also be doer of the word, Father. We ask you in the name of Jesus, Father, that you equip us and show us the direction to go. But most importantly, I pray, Father, that we will be obedient to the call. Obedient. Mm. You know, I can hear this word, obedient is better than sacrifice. And indeed, mm. Lord, let us be obedient. Sure. As you call us out, as you call us to do different things, whether it is to have a music ministry or to run a radio station or to help um, uh, be in a soup kitchen or whatever you call us, or you call us in this country or even out of this country. Lord, I pray that we will continue to respond to the call in this season. As we continue to prepare ourselves for your return, Lord, let us respond to your call. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Pastor Peter, we are, again, thank you so much for, for being with us. And My pleasure. Thank, thank you, you for having me. You are welcome. Guys, we're on Facebook, as you can see, on Twitter also, and you can join us by email at info and revelationhour.co.uk. We've got somebody say thanks to Papa and the rest of the team. Amen and amen. So thank you so much for being with us. I think this is it, guys. So we won't be here next week, as you know, because we have this uh, global mission event that's taking place. So we'll be back on the 7th of November. Can you imagine that? November already. Mm. And uh, we will have another guest to come in to talk to us as well uh, in relation to mission as we continue to explore the world of mission and the heart for mission. So guys, i see you not next week, but we we'll see you at same place, same time on the 7th of November. Ciao guys. Bye.